Good day, fellow gamers. The host of the show would like to welcome you to Gamers Money Grub, a podcast intended to inform, caffeinate, and tasteify your tongue buds on every plane of existence known to man. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? It's your host, WT, and we're coming at you with episode 8. I'm here with the boys. You know them both. We got Dakota. Hey, guys. It's your friendly neighborhood, Dakota. DK, and we got Tonene. Howdy, guys. How y'all doing? Unfortunately, Mr. Eastwoop will not be with us tonight, but that's okay. We're going to have a fucking blast anyways. Okay, so here's the deal. Set emote. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to end up ranting tonight. I'm... I, I apologize, but also at the same time, I, I don't. But okay, so tonight we have... No, I love a good rant. <laughs> yeah, same. Tonight same we have here. a lot of yep. stuff. Um, just, just the three of us, but we still have a glory hole worth of shit for you guys fucking tonight. Huge, huge fucking. three of us. Just okay. the three of us. But like tonight, somebody... we are going to be talking about what Blizzard did, and I'm sure a lot of people heard this already, to its Hong Kong contender, a Hong Kong traversy, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> Can I put his knee slapper in that one? <laughs> I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna add <laughs> okay. And my cast's opinions on it. Also, we're going to be covering some Vainglory news. Um, yes, a little sir. bit. It's a, it's a mobile MOBA, for those who don't know. Um, it's also going to be covering a bit about some pretty big news that League of Legends Riot just announced. Really excited for that. And we got some hidden gems on the PS4. We have bullet, some Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition. And we have, I'm going to butcher this, we have Disgaea, Disgaea 4 Complete Plus. And, of course, the Grub segment. How can we forget about the Grub segment? We're going to have Idaho Fluff. That dough makes me go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I know we sort of rehearsed that, but it's still funny. That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. So today I've been uh I wanted to throw in a little bit of information. The uh new Apex event is now live. It's called Shadowfall, Ooh. I think, if I remember correctly. And okay. I I played some of it today and I was actually having a blast with it. Uh essentially the way it works is you drop solo, you don't have a team, but you drop solo into this like nightmarish version of the map, right? Of the old map. And uh you drop so low and you try to kill the other enemies like you would regularly. But the catch is, if you die or they die, they become shadows who have infinite respawns. Oh, and they're fast and they can't shoot at you, but they have to claw at you. And it's like really fucking intense. Like I got into it and uh, I remember my first game, I did really well, but I ended up dying and I became a shadow. And as a shadow, you can run really fast and slide really fast. And you can like claw your way up mountain sides and building sides is crazy and you hear like shrieks and stuff from the other shadow players so basically nobody leaves the game when they're dead they stay and they try to kill the remaining survivors that aren't shadows and the the way to win as a survivor is a dropship comes and picks you boys up and takes you away and that's how you win but uh the games i played we won the shadows every time but it's really hard i like i remember i was a shadow and I made it to the drop section where the evac is, and motherfucking, there's 
30 people, 30 shadows just converged on this location. Like, how the fuck is Holy anyone shit. supposed to get in this, in this machine or this, this bird and fly away? There's no way. Not with 30 shadows unless they grenade the entire thing, which is difficult we because if you see a grenade, you run. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Bless you, butthole. <laughs> Bless your butthole. Bless it all the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But no, it was really fun. You guys, if if you are capable of playing it, Dakota, I know you have it. Um, you need to try that mode out, dude. It's actually kind of terrifying. You think? Oh yeah. Okay. Like, I was I'll okay, to... but we all know I'm a horror pussy, right? So like, uh, yeah. Like yeah. I hear yeah. shrieking because I'm hey, by myself. I got no teammates I can use as bait. So I'm no I, like my accountability for myself is is not there because I just cowered in a fucking corner for most of the game. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And it's I'm creepy because these shadow, like the players who are shadows, they're just like floating entities that have, have a, like a shaded body, but they have like these glowing red eyes. They chase you around. It's fucking terrifying. And you can hear them hissing as they climb up the walls, coming after you. Very, very, wow. very scary. For me, at least. It's very, yeah. it got my heart pumping. But it's hard to get a game that does that to me right now, you know? But I mean, No, here they lie, man. I'm telling you, you love it. It's so creepy, uh, surreal. But it's just, it's one of the best horror games man, of all time. I just time. can't. I was, <laughs> fucking can't. I'm a pussy. <laughs> I will put that I bitch down and you. be like, nope, 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 and not hang myself. It's like, it's, I just can't do horror games. No, I won't actually hang myself, but I might pee a little bit. <laughs> just a little. Just I'd a be disappointed if you didn't. Just a, just a. Like a baby fart of pee. Oh, that's what that was. Okay. <laughs> that's what that was. I thought you spit. Okay. Um, but I can't wait to um get into the content. Uh, how was your guys' this week? Week? Weekend? It's Tuesday, right? What day is today? Wednesday? Uh, I don't even know. Now. It's, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. How was your guys' weekend? What'd you all do? Oh, it's pretty good. Uh, what did I do? Oh, I went to an improv show on Saturday. Um, it was basically a murder mystery. So the basic premise was it combined Scooby-Doo uh, with a murder mystery sort of thing. And it was so funny. And the the cast was right on with their stuff. The guy that played Shaggy, he's got that like dumb mouth, like, oh, you know, like, oh, oh that's that. great. I, I can't do it justice. But like the guy was magnificent. That's and awesome. It sold it. Yeah. Um, Did you get like interview so, or talk to them at all at, at the end of that? Uh, we didn't have a chance, oh, but, okay. um, yeah, they, uh, they'll do like photo ops and whatever after the ends of those, yeah. uh, shows sometimes. And anyway, it's a really good, um, uh, uh, point to go out to a fun house lounge and they have all sorts of improv, but this was one of their best by far. You know, I think I've been to one comedy show in my entire life. I, I really should have, should, should go to more, but I just yeah. never like have yeah. anyone to go with. But next time we we hang out, Dakota, we should just go to one comedy club or some oh, sort. Oh, dude, uh, Helium Comedy Club. They have some big names that come here, man. Yeah, all the big names come here. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm friends with uh, a com a com uh, a comedian on Facebook who's named Robert Pang, and he's out of Canada. And uh, we've actually talked a little bit. It's kind of cool. But he he's got like a few thousand followers, I think. And uh, he's got some pretty funny stuff. He's just some Asian guy who plays on it really well. It's pretty funny. But, cool dude. Um, and Drew Lynch, dude. I, I want to go see Drew Lynch like really bad. Yeah, you mentioned <laughs> him. Um, I don't really know much about him though. Yeah, when I was working my coffee business, I tried to reach out to him and have him uh, get some free coffee in return for an endorsement. But he's so fucking popular. It's no wonder I didn't catch him. 
<laughs> well, it's, yeah, like some messages get lost. That's just the way it is. Well, and I'm sure that the, my, my message didn't strike him the right way because it said, hey, you sexy bitch, as the opening line. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what he's going for, he's I guess. He's not probably looking at that like, oh, let's see what this nice little fan has to say, you know, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe one day he'll look at it and it'll be like two years down the line. I'd be like, what the fuck? I don't remember. Oh, my God. I remember now. Kind of thing. Yeah. Reminisce. Yeah. Like, damn, that was cool, man. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I cannot wait to go and see like actual live comedy more than once in my life. Yeah. Tony, what did yep. you do this weekend? I worked. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's all you fucking does. <laughs> work in school. That's all I've... Yeah. Work in school. 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 Man, like, stick with the grind, man. You know. Uh, let's put it this: you know, when you are always trying to make enough money so that way you're not fucking poor, and then at the same time you're making sure you're having a good time at school, but you're stressing because finals is this week and you have to study, and just shit is just going sideways. <laughs> wow. Gotta love finals, man. Been there, done that. Yeah, so, that's true. Difficult to be a fine example to talk to about that. Yeah. So I mean. Right now, I've got to worry about um, doing a few study guides for my finals, and then after that, I should be good. I've got a final Thursday, Friday, Monday, and that's it. Hmm. Exciting. Nice. So. You know, uh, a personal thing I've sort of found out about um, when it comes to finals week, uh, nothing specific, just in general, that when you're, come, or when, when you're faced with the decision to either study all night or get a good sleep and like study five minutes in the morning. I would rather do the latter because it seems like when I study a little bit, get a good night's sleep and then have like five minutes study in the morning. I, I seem to retain more that way than versus cramming all night. Right. And get like two hours of sleep. So, yes. I've noticed that too, but you know, agreed. Damn. It's just what happens. Oh, that sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds horrible. But that's the thing. It's it's almost hard to get a full night's sleep anyway, though, because you're still worried about the final. How am I gonna do? <laughs> we'll see. Like tomorrow when I'm in class, I'm gonna be able to kind of study a little bit. I don't have my uh, one of my finals. I have to do uh, final for welding, and then on Friday I have a uh, airframe maintenance. Yeah. Dude, shit's gonna be so fucking easy. Airframe it's maintenance good. is easy. This guy's going places. Welding is kind of not my strong suit. I fucking suck at welding. Gas welding is the worst. Man, I can't I, even solder. You're ahead of me, man. Oh, soldering's the easiest. I know how to solder fucking brilliantly. But when it comes to like stick welding, that's easy no matter what. Um, but when you go silver soldering, if you go normal soldering, gas well, like just it's kind of a hard deal because you've you know you've got a neutral flame, you've got an oxidizing flame, and then you've got the uh, Ox, ox, what is it? Oxacetylene? Is that what flame? I think that's right. I might be wrong. I but, thought it was acetylene, isn't it? Uh, I could be wrong, but there's three types of flames that you use while using the gas uh, weld. So, it's I don't remember yeah. them. Yeah, that's but fair. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm really not that good. But anyway, that's that's what's going on in my life. Well, and, hey, uh, I still learned something tonight. So, if my two yeah. cents mean anything, fuck welding. There you go. It, <laughs> fuck welding. Hot take. Not fun. Well, it, you have to have an art for it. That's just what it is. You have to have the touch, if that makes sense. I mean, 
I'm not terrible at it. It's just fuck. It's just not for me. It's I, <laughs> I just don't have a good time with it. And the job is usually just really difficult, I'm which is fine. I'm not you know? having a good time, dog. <laughs> it's not something I prefer to do. But I no, yeah. there are a lot of people. Um, I know we're kind of deviating a little bit, but um, so in <laughs> southern Canada and northern um, Midwest uh, U.S. here, there's so many um, oil pipeline welder jobs, and God, that's got to be the, one of the most boring jobs I could possibly think of. Right? Yeah. They're just sitting there, um, just welding all day in these freezing conditions. Just, no. Nah, yeah. Can't do it. That's fair. But there's people making, you know, six figures a year by doing yeah. it. Well, it's because nobody wants to do it. Yeah. That's yeah, basically pretty much. it. <laughs> okay. Um, Back to the. That's yeah. great. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, my weekend was like, okay. my Actually, no. My weekend was pretty f- intense because for those who don't know the audience, if you guys are listening to us um i'm publishing my first book right and i i I was just getting that bad boy set up this weekend and set up yesterday completely finalized and today it has been officially uh it has been officially approved for amazon kindle publishing and uh the book is called the five dimensions to unfucking your life with the slogan of your life your prison and i'm pretty sure you can kind of guess what it's about um when i wrote the book I, I started it thinking I wanted to change some lives, right? But I've, as I kept writing it, I, I, I slowly realized that the book itself isn't to change somebody's life, but more rather to lay a foundation for them to improve their lives where they are now and improve themselves. And really the only way to improve your life is to improve yourself because a lot of things are out of our control, right? A lot of our life is out of our control physically, right? So, uh, I was going to give like a description of it, but I, uh, I haven't really written anything down. I know what the book's about, but I'm going to get all fucking slur word about it if I just start diving into it. So what I'm thinking I'm going to do is I'm just going to read the description I wrote for my Amazon, uh, Kindle publishing that, you know, to entice new readers. Uh, it's, it starts out like, are you willing to unlock the code to unfucking your life? Do you consider yourself complex? What if I told you that you really aren't? That's right. What if I told you that you are simply living a life that needs to be unfucked? This book, written by yours truly, is is pretty standard, but the book is, but I'm not, and my life experiences are definitely not. And this book contains the five core principles to unlocking, well, the foundation to unlocking you and your life's potential for true happiness. Imagine being capable of creating a stable foundation for a life completely rid of fuckery. Your journey will improve, I promise, if you read this book. That's basically what it says. There's a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, maybe, I mean, if I were to say one thing about it, I would say the cutoff age for it is probably 50. The people over 50 and over have already learned the lessons that are in this book. That's really all i got to say about it. But, yeah, the, it's going to be um, launched on November 4th. That's when it starts, hits the doors, and that's on launch date, and you can start selling it. But you can pre-order it now if anyone's interested in that. It's uh, $4.49 for an ebook version, and the paperback is $6.99. So it's quite reasonable. I didn't want to like overcharge. It's not a very big book. It's only like 72 pages, I think. 70, 72 pages. Technically but a short story? or Is it? I mean, I, I don't know if it's a short story or just... Um, it's because it's not really a story. It's it's just it's just a help, it's a self help book. So it it just lies yeah. out principles to making your life better. 
So there's not even really chapters. It's just all of my thoughts collected into one spot on life. Or at least well, the I was five talking to my mom earlier today, and she asked me what, what I wanted for Christmas. And uh, so I'm going to uh, tell her that I want your book. Oh. Uh, so. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't go all blushy on me. I, I, I just did. But, it's pretty uh, funny. <laughs> but, um, no, that's cool, man. Right on. What else did you want for Christmas? Uh, oh, God. How many games can I fit in my stocking? Because <laughs> um, there are so many. But <clears throat> Doom Eternal. Oh, my God. I can't wait for that. Yeah. March 2020. That's the top one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well, yeah, I think for some of them, because on, on PlayStation Store, though, it says 11.22, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure they said they pushed it back, unless that changed. I Well, the latest I saw on, yeah, on the PlayStation Store here, I thought it was like a little over a month from now, which would be epic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um. Oh, that's the thing, though. Games make a great stock and stuff, and so does this book. So it'll be just in time for Christmas, guys. People are listening. Help support. Hell yeah. God, what's better on Christmas Day than killing zombies and unfucking yourself? I can't think of anything better. It's a a slogan on itself. I like it. Sexy. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, yep. So that's. I just wanted to throw that in there. Sorry for the self-promotion. It's kind of distasteful. Don't hate me. And if you do hate me, um, (laughs) my, my weekly nights for wanting to hurt myself on Thursday. So if you want to cast fire, just do it. Okay, so why don't we <laughs> wow. go ahead and wow. kick off the, <laughs> our stuff. Jeez, Who wants to go first? Do you boys want to go first? Do you want me to go first? What do you think? Hmm. What do you think, Dak? Uh, I can go first. I don't mind. Yeah. All yeah. right, Dak, could I take it away? He's got yeah. some good stuff for us tonight. I'm going to start off first with Disgaea for Complete Plus. Um, Please forgive the pronunciation if I am uh, butchering that. So <clears throat> let me start off with, if you don't know about this game, um, it originally started out as a, uh, a tactical RPG uh, released in 2011 for the PlayStation 3. Um, and it's the fourth in the series for the uh, Disgaea series uh, from, uh, excuse me, the pronunciation again, Nippon Ichi Software. And... Um, so basically, we have the uh, uh, tale of Valva Torres, a uh, once tyrant leading a party to rebel against the president of the netherworld. Uh, and then, uh, so this uh, was redone. Uh, slight story tweaks and um, other bits were changed throughout the game. And it was released in uh, North America and um, Europe uh, in 2014 um, for the Vita. Uh, rendition of it uh, so a little mobile uh, device um, and then it got a second re-release um, which comes out October 29th and that's for the PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch so you can play this on the go and nice. so now today the free demo became available for download so what do you think I spent my end- afternoon on uh, this and so masturbating Oh, shit. Oh, wrong. What? Damn it. Fuck. Shit. Well, see, I do that before every game review just to make sure I'm not nervous, right? But, Ooh. Yeah. 
Right. They say you might have to masturbate twice before you make an important decision, and it it can sometimes influence that, especially when it comes to women. That's just what they say. Yeah. This is what they say. Yeah. It's like my magic eight ball, you know? So Magic anyhow. eight balls. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes. right. So this is a rich story. Let me start off with that. Um, now, Disquia 4 follows uh, Valva Torres, uh, a, a, a vampire who was once feared as a tyrant until he promised uh, a woman uh, 400 years ago that he would not drink uh, blood until he could instill fear in her and she died before he could do so now he has a menial job in this area called hades it's the hub location of the game um, where the souls of dead humans are sent to be transformed into what are called prinnies now prinnies you're like you're like what are prinnies like right hero pennies well well, they're about as ridiculous as that. Only because <laughs> if you guys have ever played Punkomatic, oh my god, yes, years ago, yes, Punkomatic actually stole those penguin figures from Disgaea. So um, I thought that was really cool. But I played Punkomatic first, so that's why I was surprised. I was like, oh wait a minute, they stole that from Punkomatic? Nope, other way around. But anyway, I, I thought that was a cool little fact. Yeah, and they're like, dude, dude. Dude, the penguins. Yeah. Dude, our loyal Lord and Savior. Dude. Fucking love that, dude. Oh my God, I still go on that every now and then, and I play the song that I have. Yeah. I have it saved. It's actually pretty funny. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty bad. So, guys, go look up Punkomatic when you have a uh, free moment. Um, It is free. Now, um, as far as this story here, uh, the Prinnies. Yeah, they're dead humans, and basically they are criminals. So once they get to the underworld, they are set to uh, go under, undergo this mass extermination, basically. But uh, Valvatoris and uh, Fenric, uh, his right-hand men, try to put a stop to it, right? So it's such a weird premise. Now... Um, Valvatoras and Fenric battle across the netherworld to win the support of the masses, and along the way they meet several allies. And then, so at the end of this, uh, Valvatoras and his allies assault the uh, corruptment with the help of the support they have gathered and defeat netherworld President Hugo. Um, now, uh, shocked at his weakness they basically discover what's called the fear energy uh the power source of these demons um and it's run dry ever since humans became less superstitious and began began fearing each other more than monsters and demons yeah and uh furthermore they learned that this situation was engineered by a human named Judge Nemo. I'm looking at it. Oh. it it's, it's very anime inspired. It is, yeah. yeah. It, it definitely is um, an animation style. Um, uh, Judge Nemo, who runs both uh, Earth and the Netherworld from behind the but scenes. Google's users got it at 86%, so it must be pretty good. I mean, it, it must be, right? If it was technically 
redone twice, sort of. Yes. So, so anyway, and um, but he he plots the destruction of both Earth and the Netherworld. Um, and then finally, uh, Valvatores and his allies travel to Earth, stop Judge Nemo's plan of destroying Earth. So, um, and then the combat <laughs> itself here, it's a turn-based strategy fashion. Yeah. Right. Um, allies can be deployed into combat and they have uh, special skills which are called abilities yeah. um, additional abilities that are applied to every character uh, enemies and allies can be picked up and thrown and basically uh, also stacked uh, just like in previous Disgaea games it, this sort of combat style basically reminded me sort of of um, like a mix of Pokemon and Final Fantasy. Oh, what's the? Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be a good yeah representation. So, um, overall, I'm just thinking this is a very surreal game, but if you can embrace the weirdness of the lore, this thing is for you. Um, it's it's one of those things where it kind of makes me want to actually go back to the um, original Disgaea and get a little more into it right so yeah give some more uh, back, backstory on it yeah exactly so it because you'll get a little more engaged and so if you like you know humorous dialogue uh witty dialogue um, turn-based combat and a rich story play Disgaea for pleat plus yes this is interesting i'm looking at it it's it looks like it's okay um the, the turn-based thing i you know, I did like Final Fantasy, and I played a couple of them. But at the same time, after as I grew older, I just couldn't get into them more. Like I don't know why, I just kind of lost the interest because yeah. they're turn-based. I'm very action yeah. combat, even though I played tab targeting for a long time. But that was all I had. So, <laughs> fuck. What me. was the Final Fantasy that was uh, out in 1999? I don't know whatever it is, but I I played the heck out of that. There were so many. Um. And I haven't played any of them since. I, I just couldn't get him in, into them. But it was brilliant. There's a bunch of them, though. But I think the one yeah. you're talking about is uh, Final Fantasy... Is it 7 at that time? I can't remember. I know it was like one of the biggest ones. Um, 8. I think it was 8. 7 or 8. Right. I'm going to Google it right now, actually. 8. <laughs> it was definitely 8. No, right. I don't know if it was 8 or not, but... Uh, I know for a fact seven was big, the PS One version of seven, I think. Yeah, PS One, it was definitely on there. Yeah, Final Fantasy Seven, that was one of the really big ones. Okay, so I have a bit of nostalgia here too. Uh, this was in the days where you could go into Pizza Hut and they'd give you uh, um, game disc demos, um, or demo discs, and that was just fantastic. You could get this for a demo, the Final Fantasy, whatever was big at that time. Yes. Spyro, Crash Bandicoot. Yes. At uh, what is it? The first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Like oh God, yes. Oh, those were the so times good. to live, man. Um, they're actually remaking Final Fantasy VII. Like they remade uh, Resident Evil. Oh, I heard 4. that. Yeah. yeah. So that should be playable, actually. Um, I know. During I'm the EGX 2019. So. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that looks nowadays, holding up. It makes me want some pizza right now, though. I'll tell you. Oh, I won't. All right. <laughs> Same. I've been surviving oh. off chicken. I've been surviving off chicken this entire time. But yeah, chicken's good. 
but I, I like I don't I don't mind anime inspired games. I'm I, I'm a weeb, so I just take it as it is, in the butt. We have a bit whoa, of uh, whoa, 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 powder whoa. sugar I like on top. Things in the butt sometimes, but damn. I mean, with sugar on top. I mean, if you're not taking it in the butt <laughs> at least once a week, are you even a man? Nope. Are you even? Well, no. You... you know, there are whoa. a lot of people that actually surprisingly agree with you. So. I know. Like the entire whoa. DNPG group that we are part of would be like, "Fuck yeah, anal." Whoa, dude! <laughs> Enthusiastically raising their hands. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, no, I, I, uh, I, I'd be interested in playing it if I had a PS4 and be able to jump all over it. But one day there will be a PS4 emulator hmm. that I can just play. Oh on yeah! If there isn't already one, I haven't really done much looking into that. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And then I do have shit. a second game which I am uh, surprisingly even more excited about it. I know. You're good at it. I'm good. I'm good. No, no you're good. good. No, you're good at it. No, you're good. Okay. All right. So it's called Bullet Storm Full Clip Edition. That's right. Bullet Storm Full Clip Edition. If you've never heard of it, that's okay. Nobody has. But it's a hidden it's a gem. It's a hidden gem. Yeah. Hidden gem. So now it was originally a game from uh, 2011, uh, remastered in yep. 2017. I remember seeing this. And it. At first, looks uh, like very clunky, very kind of out there, but kinda reminiscent so of Gears of War, honestly. Uh, you know, I haven't played the Gears of War series. It so does. I, I it's just know. like a first-person version of the Gears of War. At least the art style looks very similar. The art style, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, th- this is a uh, third-person shooter, so you end up playing uh, a character called uh, Grayson Hunt, right? And so in this, um you play him after you crash land on an abandoned desolate planet and this forces you to make a choice right survive or exact revenge why because the guy that your team has worked for for years has been tricking you and your team has actually been killing innocent lives that actually seem like criminals so (laughs) and this is divulged to you very early in the game and for some reason, this got me hooked because I'm like, wait a minute. So this guy has been messing with all of us. And so now uh, you end up crash landing on the planet. And so you're trying to decide, are you going to take the high road and survive this planet and carry your team to safety and move on with your life? Or are you going to exact revenge on the guy that's been betraying you? And so that's the main campaign. Yeah, it is a really good uh, campaign. Uh, it's about five hours, but you could probably extend it because honestly, there's 31 different skills in what's called the skill shot system that you can explore. And honestly, this is so fun. It's so got I have, a 94% Google rate. That's really good. It's <laughs> not surprising, honestly. I had uh, been, honestly, the other night, looking for a new uh, shooter campaign. I was like, ah, I'm in the mood for something else like that, you know, but, and my prayers were answered. I'm not a religious guy, but <laughs> and then the angels were listening or something. But now that's because I was kind of getting burnout on the uh, call of duty games. Right. And so I happened to be rifling through this. This is already downloaded uh, on my PS4. I just never played it. 
I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this a shot. And I'm so glad I did because it also comes with a lot of other perks besides the campaign too, right? Um, you can do a 30-player uh, competitive mode or you can do a 12-player co-op, right? And um, also, I think the cherry on top for this particular game... That's a really game, big co-op, by the way. 12 people in a co-op, that's, that's pretty I, damn big. Yeah, right? So they remastered this properly. And... Um, there's something uh, of a mode called the Duke Nukem's uh, Tour. And you're like, what's that? Well, basically, for $4.99, you can have Duke Nukem replace Grayson Hunt in the main campaign. So he will do all of the lines, except, of course, with a Duke Nukem twist. I was wondering why there's a Duke voice... Nukem guy looking at him. Or... Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why. So, that's awesome. Um, now, he uh, has his own sort of hilarious, uh, mature humor to it. And honestly, it makes the game a thousand times better when you play as Duke Nukem. Like, yeah. I was laughing my ass off last night, and I was just listening to his dialogue. It's so, awesome. I am, after about an hour's worth of gameplay, hooked on this game. So, I, I my prayers have been answered for a, a shooter game, and it's just fantastic. So, guys, please, please pick up Bulletstorm full clip edition i would probably give this now this is a personal uh rating of about 9.1 out of 10 uh honestly awesome. it's uh it's Hell not perfect yeah. it, ign only it gave is, it i think a 7.6 well ign's that's kind of fine, like i don't i can't agree with ign's shit anymore 7.8 so i guess it was higher than that but like, i i just can't agree with ign's rating anymore like after yeah. playing games that they rate low and then actually liking them and then seeing the majority of people like them, you can't really hold them to that standard anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm curious as to how they come about their yeah, me too. opinions, if it's over a course of a group or a certain <clears throat> set of individuals. But this is from your trustworthy Dakota over That's here. That's right. Trust so, if you like uh, amazingly hilarious dialogue, eccentric and fun gameplay, and plenty of rewards with the loot system, you're going to be playing this for a long time. Bulletstorm, full clip edition. You know, I think IGN probably, um, they probably have a panel of people who do it, and then they have probably a paper checklist where they go through the game and they mark off things. That's so... Maybe, yeah. style. You know, <laughs> I yeah. mean, I understand where they're coming from in a way because, you know gamers want like the nitty-gritty details sometimes so if they do that that's how they're able to get such accurate their their version of really accurate reviews but when i see an ign uh rating a game like this 7.8 but a 94 percent liked video game rate ratio on google mm -hmm. um we got a problem it's not it's not a big problem but it's, it's something to look at you know consider you know don't consider just the reviews you see try the yeah. game here for yourself especially one that's old it's definitely probably... take it with a grain of salt yeah exactly yeah. you know one that's older too and just probably cheap too so you can try it out for little to nothing you know yeah now, now... in this game yes can you grab your character like somebody and bring them towards you uh i'm so glad you asked that so i'll tell you tonini uh, they have in this game, uh, they have initiated a uh, leash. <laughs> I'm over here grinning like a power. stupid idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, it was funny just the delivery. Okay. 
We're good. We're <laughs> Just good. It, what's called a leash power, and it's basically an electrified whip that you acquire early on in the game, and you can pull enemies towards you, and basically instantly the players go into a slow motion uh, mode, and you can either uh, kick them in the head or the nuts, and you can shoot them right there. You can send them into a uh, barbed wire fence, or you can set them on fire in midair. There's all sorts of creative deaths for these um, NPCs, and it's fantastic. And it honestly makes the game, um, other than Duke Nuk Nukem, of course. I see a picture here of uh, a, a bad guy impaled on a cactus, but this cactus is fucking giant and the spines on it are like fucking four feet long <laughs> yeah oh, shit, dude. it's pretty cool yeah it's 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 might as well be that honestly it's it's just it looks pretty brutal but looks fun insane oh it's great dude um <laughs> i had gotten this game for free it came out on ps plus i believe some time ago oh yeah and uh now it's available for a certain price i'll uh, i'll put a link for it later but it uh, it's definitely worth whatever they're selling it for now. You know these kind of games they're just they're hidden gems because of the charm that they bring. They bring something that mainstream games don't bring. You know, like this one I'm looking right at the picture of a guy exploding and it says minced <clears throat> meat, twelve fifty plus. So you get bonus points, you know, just for demolishing mm -hmm. this guy's body. And, yeah, uh, skill point. Uh -huh. It's just got such charm to it that most AAA like mainstream games don't have right now, and yeah. you know that's what makes these games so attractive to people. U unique. Yeah, yeah, it's unique. It's it's charming. I agree. I agree. Yep. Well, in the original iteration, it was a loved game, but it was controversial. And yeah, there's something about controversial video games that just tickle me. In a certain part of my body, you know, because I just like, oh, ooh, controversial. It means if it's not tickling your butthole, then it doesn't matter, it. right? This That's all I'm saying. And so uh, I had to check out this game. I'm like, I've never heard of this thing, and it has four and a half out of five stars on here. I mean, somebody likes it. Okay, so uh, I've been thinking about this, guys, for a while now. And I wish Eastwood was here to help us with this. But I wanted to start our own rating system. Okay? But Ooh. I wanted it to be themed for us, obviously. But I wanted it... Like, you brought up a good point with the tickling. I want the tickle <laughs> rate meter. Right? Excuse me. I want the tickle rate meter. The butthole tickle rate meter. Something along the lines of that. I want something that we can exclusively use for people to use. But... At the same time, people are probably just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. It's just, we should figure Not something out. It's definitely idea. worth something to talk about. Yeah. Uh, on a scale of uh, one to Michael Jackson? I don't know. <laughs> but wow. we'll, we'll figure That's it out. <laughs> no, okay. no. We'll, we'll come back next episode or the one after that with it. And we'll come up with something. We'll sort it out. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes. Type it on in there. Be like, hey, we need to figure out an attractive way to rate games. The DK mastery of what nine point one you said? Nine point one on this game. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Out of ten. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucking. Yeah, like I am honestly, I really want to play this uh, sometime tonight again uh, nice. when we're done with recording and all yes. that business. But, ugh. All right, man. Well, cool. 
Um, no, super. 9.1 Bullet Storm Full Clip Edition and Disgaea, Disgaea 4. <laughs> <laughs> Complete. Yes, I you're correct. Can't. I can't. It has that. to be one of those. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm giving it all she's Forgive got. Forgive us, Japan. Yeah, I thought you said Peter Pan. I was like, we what? Forgive <laughs> <laughs> us, Peter Pan. <laughs> we Peter don't want Pan. to be children forever. Peter. Oh gosh. Peter Piper pick a penis. Okay. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Tony. Be the title <laughs> I think Tony should take it away because he's got the grub, the giggity giggity boop. He's got the grub segment tonight, so I figured he goes now with his game. And we're not gonna have the same fuck up we had last time because I had no idea we we're doing grub first. So I'm gonna say exclusively to do your gaming stuff first. That way I can go oh. in between and you have a break before you get into grub. So Tony, why don't you kick it off? This is the gr not grub section. This is the <laughs> gaming section of what is going to. Thank you for clarifying. I had a, I hey hey. There's know, a certain dipshit in the the GMAG <laughs> cast who can't get his shit straight. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. okay. All right, guys. Let's talk about what's going on in the mobile gaming atmosphere. Uh, I'm gonna go on the rundown of Vainglory and kind of give you what my take of it is because i enjoy mobile games that's just who i am ever since my brother introduced me to league of legends uh it was and always will be part of me because i enjoy them and it's very challenging it's very challenging you know it's a wonderful game that is sadly dying slowly and a very ugly like very sadly way. very it's yeah because when it first came out, it was, you know, a couple of years ago, and it was pretty big because there wasn't any mobile game out there that was running on mobile, and you were able to enjoy I think there were, like, a... what, two? And they were kind of lackluster, and people liked playing um, Mobile Legends yeah. for a while. Yeah, Mobile Legends, uh, and then something, Arena of Valor too, which came out, like, two years ago, I think. Yeah. But, I mean... Vainglory kind of set the pace for most of those games, and now, now that it's actually, it you know, it's it's dying. It literally is slowly dying, and it's making it worse. And, and it's gonna be, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just it's dying, and uh, there's something that's gonna completely kill it. Unfortunately. Uh, uh, yeah, and the, you know, I'm gonna get into that. Mm -hmm. uh, what Wayne was Wayne's saying sneak right peek. now. It's <laughs> sneak peek. Here's a sneak peek. Uh, Lol is what I'm gonna say. Lol. All right. <laughs> Lol. I want to be able to actually just pick up my phone, play a ranked game, and not wait for fucking ten minutes to find a game. You know, <laughs> and <laughs> that's what it is. Um, that long. Back, yeah, you. I literally sat for twenty three minutes one time trying to find a ranked match Ooh. on Vainglory, and. It was. See, I got impatient after seven seconds in Call of Duty. Damn. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't want to be sitting there that long to find a game, a ranked match, mind you. I wouldn't blame now, you. You can play. There's there's game modes. Here are the game modes I'm going to run through real quick. Uh, you can play Blitz, which is basically kind of like a really fast paced three v three Blitz Reloaded, which is a super fast uh, 3v3 and then ARAL which is basically uh, 
in League of Legends, it's basically uh, ARAM, which is in the middle. You only have just run in the middle, and that's it. And it's uh, two teams fighting each other. It's a 3v3, and it's where you have to buy your items first. And then if you, you can't go back and buy new items in ARAL, that's what it's called, ARAL, you have to actually just die before you can go buy new items. And, so not uh, even you, mid-battle, you can't use battle points and... Yeah, so you get in-game. Yeah, you get in-game coins during ARAL, which is really, you know, as soon as you die, you can use them, but you can't use them during the time you're still alive. Mm. So, uh, in Blitz and Blitz Reloaded, you can go back to your home base and buy new items and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it doesn't take as long as a ranked match because they're like five to ten minutes to play, and there's more people out there playing those on Vainglory than a fucking ranked match, which really kind of sucks because that, I, I personally, I'll get into it later. Anyhow, but in League, you aren't waiting five to ten minutes and for a ranked match. It's more like two to four minutes, maybe even less, depending on who accepts it first and who accepts it last. That's good. So, so who, so is Vainglory dying, you ask? Technically, it's going to get killed. Let's just put it that. It's it death is imminent, man. It's gonna be. I, I'm gonna. Me and Wayne are gonna go half and half on this. I want him to join in uh, now that he's done. Uh, so it could be to the low count of uh, plays and people not wanting to spend a good ten to forty minutes per ranked match on Vainglory. But within a year, which we all three know, but Wayne and I do play uh, MOBAs. So it Wayne about a year, right? Yeah. Until that, until uh, it'll League be it'll be gone. It it'll be gone. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about the death of Vainglory? Yep. This is. It'll be dead within is... a year or two. Two definitely, it'll be gone, and especially because um, next year League of Legends is coming to mobile. It's huge. Yeah. Um, basically, the most played game on the planet right now, League of Legends. It is only available on PC, and it's still the most played game. It's officially moving to the biggest platform available, which is mobile. Everybody on the planet, not everybody, but almost everybody on the planet has a phone. And once that happens, MOBAs won't stand a chance. I'm sure there'll be one or two, maybe, sticking around, but right. League of Legends will wipe, wipe everyone with their yep. ass. <laughs> I was about to wipe say their that own too. asses with their asses <laughs> it's a good visual <laughs> well, it's like, you know they've got so th here's the thing you know um, they've got three games coming out they've got the card game which is gonna um, what is that uh, against Hearthstone so you've got uh, a League of Legends card game coming out trying to compete with Hearthstone and then you've got another uh, League of Legends 2D format uh, project L is what they put it on. They are trying to do like a street fighter type of game with, you know, their champions, which is going to be fucking crazy. And yeah, that's going to be pretty fun. That's going to be on PC and mobile and all, you know, it's insane. And I, I think it, yeah, Vain Glory is going to die. Uh, Arena of Valor is going to die. Mobile Legends is probably going to die. Um, it's just a matter of time. It's a ticking time bomb until 
Yeah. League of Legends oh. is being very smart with this, right? You got to think about that. That, that. There's a huge development in gaming because the biggest played game in the world right now is moving to another platform that's going to even expose them more. So yeah. when this happens, um, they're, they're doing it right because they're staying relevant. You know, they want to expand and they need to be in the space where expansion is largest and that's cell phones. You know, every year, every, every three or four months, six months, it seems like there's a new phone coming out. And yeah. They're all going to be capable of playing League Online or mobile. So they're really going to, they're going to, I'm going to be interesting to see how it changes the mobile gaming development and the community for that. So I'm interested to find yeah. out. Um, kind of jumping back to uh, Vainglory before we get into that segment and more in depth, I should say. I personally enjoy the ranked matches due to its plays in the game, which a play is like getting a double kill in a team fight because you used a skill shot to kill those two people or, you know, you were jungling and all of a sudden you jumped their jungler and got that play, got that kill, came up to lane and decided to wreck some kids there with your teammates and push the tower and, you know, got a, an ace, which is a 3v3, so it's it's really easy to get an ace in 3v3s, but, uh, and, you know, s- stuff like that. That's kind of like a play, I would say. Um, the in-game items that help increase your ability power or attack damage, movement speed, crit damage, and also cooldowns are a big valuable um, asset in the game. If you're not buying those things, you're just, uh, you're going to hurt late game or, you know, sometimes even in the next like three to four minutes, depending on how long the game goes for. If you just play a normal 3v3 uh, instead of playing like a Blitz or Blitz Reloaded, um, it's it's going to help you. So you got to make sure you buy those items and ensure that you're spending that in-game uh, coin that you earn from minions and jungle creeps and, and all this stuff. And creeps are basically minion uh, jungle minions. But we call them creeps because that's just what we know. Um, but what you are, know what? What, are, what is Blitz Reloaded, by the way? I've, I've never heard of that. See, Blitz Reloaded is uh, kind of like Blitz right now. But the biggest thing about the difference is it takes 10 minutes instead of 5. So Blitz takes about 5 minutes to play. Blitz Reloaded takes about... Oh, sorry. Blitz Reloaded takes about 2 minutes. So you start off with everything maxed out and you have you can basically buy your whole item list within the first 30 seconds of the game and it's just a non-stop battle of who kills who <laughs> that sounds nice. fast enough <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy man it's insane and it's super cool because it's just a super fast paced one mm-hmm. and it only takes two minutes so i can understand somebody wanting to play that but when you want to go play a 3v3 ranked it takes about 20 minutes to play a match. But you you play a fucking 3v3 match ranked, it's so hard to find good players because they don't want to, like I said, they don't want to spend 20 minutes on their phone. Yeah, you know, I, me having a phone, not having a, I have a laptop, but I can only run so much on it. I have my phone with me all the time. So I'm always going to be playing this. So I will spend 20 minutes to play a ranked match. Maybe the guy in fucking... 
Europe or New York isn't going to spend 20 minutes because they're not like I am. That one guy. That one fucking guy. (laughs) But there are people out there who are like me, who do play mobile. And, you know, that's, I love it. And thank you because that makes me more excited to have a mobile device, you know, a mobile gaming device. Yeah. Um, Other than that, it's, it's excruciating when you can't master a champion correctly because of the curve with that champion. Uh, sometimes, for instance, there's a champion champion on uh, Vainglory called Yates. He is a team leader, like a tank, and uh, he's got a pole, a stun, and he can move around the map with his ultimate. Uh, he's kind of like Shen from League of Legends. Is he new? Where he can... Yeah, he's semi-new. He's really cool to play, though. He's hmm. fun. It's been but, a minute since I played Vainglory. Yeah. I'd actually re-downloaded it, though, so we could do that sometime. Absolutely. He's a big... He's not very big on offensive or defensive. He's a big uh, team, util- team utility. Yeah. So the main the main thing you would want to use Yates for is... Um, kind of, I wouldn't say support. He'd be the team leader, so... You know, build health on him, build a lot of defense. Yeah. And if you wanted an extra offensive item, um, I'm not entirely sure on the items because it's been a good month since I've played and I always forget. <laughs> hmm. uh, the learning curve on this guy would have to be landing your pole because if you don't land your pole correctly, you fucking grab a minion or nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like Blitzcrank. Blitzcrank has that pole. <laughs> Blitzcrank is a cuck. So he is a cuck. <laughs> So, they, all in all, I'll, I can talk about Vainglory as long as I possibly can. But, you know, I would give Vainglory from my rating, the one one to five, it's going to be at least a 4.9. It's really high for me mm. because it gave me the excitement of what League gave me when I first played it. I'm pretty harsh and on it, a, too. Wait, wait, what? I'm pretty harsh on my, um, on my ratings, and I would give... Vainglory a 4.6 out of 5. Okay. Fair enough. Like, that, it, they really did out, well, outdid themselves. Well, pretty high ratings. Yeah. They did really outdid themselves. They they captured the, what the mobile should, should be on mobile. Yep. And it was kind of overlooked. And it's hard. Sad. Is that, yeah. It's, uh, what do you call, it's a hidden gem that nobody has found yet. And it won't be ever found. I mean, people did find know. it, just not enough to keep it alive. Uh, they got rid of some of the, uh, what is it, the ranking stats. They got rid of that last year. It's kind of a big deal, especially if you were a big-time ranked player on this. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard because not a lot of people just find the enjoyment of, you know, like I do, I guess. True. In mobile gaming. Especially for mobile. MOBA. That's, the you know, RPG and stuff, there's... There's a fucking shit ton of RPG, MMO RPGs on uh, mobile that it's so hard to depict on which one is fun to play. I recently played one that was just fucking hard as shit to get through because once you reach a level, it, you hit a brick wall and then you have to buy shit in-game, like real money. I'll, I'll get into that in another episode. But anyhow, um, Vainglory, check it out. It's great. It's fun. Play it as long as you fucking possibly can until it's gone yes do it because you know i add me fucking you know i'll put my name on here lukarix l-u-k-a-r-i-x capital l by the way 
uh, give me a, uh, an ad. I'll play with you. We'll fucking have a great time. I would love to have more people enjoying this game as much as I do. I agree. So, yeah, that's vainglory, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Okay, well, that's Tony Nene with his little bit of advice on the mobile game Vainglory and the League of Legends. And I want to just take a minute to throw out the fact that League of Legends, when they are able to launch their full game as um, on the mobile platform, you can expect me to be playing a shit ton more. <laughs> same though. At the same... Okay, but... <clears throat> excuse me. But at the same time, you have to realize that when they do launch this on mobile, they have to figure out a way to make the games quicker because, you know, the regular games last... 50 plus minutes usually um they have to find a way to make it they might do the 3v3 thing i don't know it's still yet to be shown they'll probably have the full games they just need to find ways to make things faster i mean they're gonna have the aram i'm sure but you know i don't know for sure exactly how they're gonna do it because it's just barely barely now being announced it was leaked though like a year ago i think somebody leaked it no it was leaked in may may I could have sworn I saw a video of somebody playing it in China really? in 20, 2017. Really? Yeah. So it's oh. something interesting to think about. But, um, uh, yeah, that, we're going to keep our eye on that. It's a big piece of news. Um, the biggest, you know, PC game right now is that next to, I think, Minecraft, I think. Fucking Fortnite Minecraft, now, man. Yes, Fortnite's pretty big. But... Fort shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fort shit. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I'm really excited to see where it goes. So thank you. Appreciate that, Tones. Yeah, no problem. Thank All you, right. Sir. I, huh, I'm going to take it away from here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to end up branching. I just don't know when. So, okay. Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard. Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard is waist deep in shit right now. They have pissed off a lot of people. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm sure you guys who are listening have heard by now of the debacle between the popular company Blizzard and its Hearthstone player Blitzjung. Blitzjung. Sorry. Um, <laughs> if you if you haven't heard of it, they uh, Blitzjung is a Hearthstone player, right? A professional Hearthstone player, and they ended up removing him from the tournament that he won and stripped him of his prize money. Because after the he had won the the tourney, um, in an interview, he voiced his support for the Hong Kong protests. Uh, in a, uh, I think, yeah, it was like a day or two after the after the tournament was won. Uh, he there was some really bad stuff happening in China right now. Um, naturally, uh, the player community they backlashed right because. Blitz Chong was just trying to voice his opinion on the matter with the little bit of air that he had, the international air, uh, that he, the air, not error, as in like a problem, but uh, he was on live and a lot of people could see him, so he obviously voiced his opinion on the Hong Kong um, drama, drama, political drama that's happening right now over there. And so. <clears throat> I want to get a little into the aspects of the protests in China at the moment. And don't quote me, but essentially the Chinese government is tr- was trying to pass a law that would potentially allow 
itself to apprehend people from all over the world, China included. And if they were to be apprehended, they could be upheld to stricter punishments. So it that was that was suspended apparently. But that's what the protests are about right now. And um, if if the government, because we all know it's a communist country, right? And it has been for like seventy years. But if they, if they were able to, you know, extradite people from Hong Kong and bring them more in, more inland, then they could be punished more severely. Because I think Hong Kong is, I can't remember what the word for it is, it's separated from most of China because it's like its own uh, entity. Sovereign? So, it it sovereign. might be a sovereign, yeah. I don't know much about it. I just know that there's some stuff going on over there. Blizzards got really fucked up with this because um, when they banned Blitzchung for a year originally and took away his prize money because of his voicing for the Hong Kong protests. That's um, insane. It's, 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 it's nuts. It's really fucking crazy now because uh, they got obviously naturally received a ton of backlash, right? And that said, they ended up um, giving back the prize money he won and reducing his banning for six months rather than a full year, right? Because they want it, they want it to be done with. They don't want to fucking deal with this bad PR. It's really bad PR. Um, But um, Blizzard tried. The fact is, Blizzard tried to silence Blitzchung because they have close dealings with Tencent, which is a Chinese company that owns nearly five percent of the stake in the Activision Blizzard. So, you know, I I can see like why they don't want to offend somebody who has such a high stake in their company, but at the same time. Um, they do state in their, their, their dealings that they they would like people to have their own voice and freedom of speech, but when it comes to the tournament rules, quote-unquote, he broke the rules, and that's why he was suspended. And they said it had nothing to do with the China, Chinese Tencent or whatever the fuck. And I don't <laughs> believe that. Nobody fucking believes that. I mean, you can say what you want, but that doesn't mean, you know, it's obvious they were just trying not to piss off the Chinese who have a huge... Because they make a lot of money in China. Blizzard makes a shit ton of money in China. So, when they when this happened, the people fucking freaked out. The internet broke. Like, oh man, there's so much, so much going on right now. Poor Blizzard's just fucking having a rough time right now. But, um, so, but the thing is, app, uh, not Blizzard by themselves isn't the only company that's suffering from the tensions... And protesting over in China right now, like Apple, Google, and then the NBA are starting to feel some of the tensions that's going on right now. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. It might just fizzle out like a lot of con- like controversial shit like this. You know, somebody's going to make somebody happy or they're not, and things are going to go bad. But either way, Blizzard, it was not okay for Blizzard to do that at all. Um, while it does probably say in their, their rules that you can't do that, this and that, but that's bullshit. I mean, come on. That's such a harsh penalty for somebody. Just, you know, I don't know. But um, but anyways, in response, the back, the kind of backlash they've been receiving um, in response to the shit, gamers have been responding with their disgust by starting a boycott, hashtag boycott blizzard trend, right? Many others did things like canceling their subscriptions to WoW. Uh, some also deleted their Battle.net accounts, which is... I'm uh, not surprised. Yeah, man. yeah. And uh, even some employees were covering signs that said, like, um, 
I don't remember voice. Don't quote me, but one of the slogans for Blizzard was uh, vocal. Uh, fuck, I don't even remember what, it's, what it is, but it was voicing um, a local community to the outside world internationally, freedom of speech type deal, and they were covering that with paper because they didn't stand for it. Obviously, you know, when it came <laughs> push to shove, Blizzard fucking tried to silence somebody because they voiced their opinion. But I think it's fucking disgusting too. Uh, but the fact that internally, some of Blizzard employees staged a walkout—that's like dozens of them. Um, yeah, like there, there's a lot of controversy, a lot of shit going on with that. And we were just talking about League of Legends, right? Riot Games. Additionally, Riot Games is trying very, very hard not to get involved in this controversy because um, they're owned by Tencent as well, fully owned by Tencent, not just a five percent stake. Uh. They've been fully owned by Tencent since 2015. Oh, right, what? right, yeah. I didn't. I know. I bet you didn't know that. But Riot Games put out a post the other day and told broadcasters to keep political affairs off the air. Right. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um. And even at one point, they went as far as to avoid saying the full name of a of a competitive team for League of Legends, which is called Hong Kong Attitude. While they were live during an event, they kept referring to wow. the team as HKA rather than calling them the full name because okay. they're just trying so fucking hard to stay out of this cesspool of shit that Blizzard started. And, uh, I mean, it was bound to happen at some point because, like, I'll get, actually, I'll get back to that, that in a second. But I wanted to point out that Epic Games um, is completely opposite side of this, by the way. Um, and, and I'm quoting right now. Epic Games put a post out that said, Epic supports everyone's right to express their views on politics and human rights. We wouldn't ban or punish a Fortnite player or content creator for speaking on these topics. And it was, bam, a super fucking Hadouken to these fucking other companies that are Chinese. Fucking right in the face. Yeah, they were, I mean, fucking bonus points to Epic Games, man, coming in like that. They were, it's, it's just such a huge flex, really. <laughs> <laughs> Can I yeah. sort of jump in here a little bit? Yeah. This sort of reminds me of that whole controversy when Colin Kaepernick had actually kneeled in front of the American flag at um, at that football game there. And um, <clears throat> so then the NBA took a stance um, separate from the NFL as far as their policy. They said yes. – Everyone will stand for the uh, national anthem, period. That's all they said, and that's exactly what the NFL should have done. So anyway, as far as the magnitude goes, that's what this reminds me of. Yeah, you know, and it's uh, – okay, so that's kind of an American matter. Um, the the fact that the Chinese has a play here because um, the Chinese – Oh, you okay? Yeah, I'm burping in my, my mouth, and it's disgusting. Um <laughs> I had some toast while you were talking about League of Legends because I'm fucking hungry as shit. Hot. But uh, fucking hot. So the the football thing it is very similar in that way. The freedom of speech thing is kind of uh, you know we're supposed to be living in this d democratic society, uh, but at the same time, when somebody does something like that, they get that backlash from the community, and they get supporters. Like it's it's obviously you know somewhat half and half, but at the same time. You fucking get somebody who kneels during the national anthem because of the the, the killings of the black folk. I think it was what it was, right? I believe uh, police police brutality. brutality. The, uh, yeah, and I'm all for one of free speech, except that sports 
are supposed to have sports uh, things happening there, right? I, I, I go to the NFL to watch football, right? Yes. Not to watch a political act. So anyway, that's yes. all I have on that. Well, <laughs> and Ka- Kaepernick, in my opinion, kind of smart about it because, and this, I mean, I don't exactly agree with him. I don't agree with the way he did it. But at the same time, I do, and I, it's very, it's very difficult for me to get my side in on this because I do understand where he's coming from. The if, if we haven't noticed, police brutality has been fucking off the charts as of recently. It's actually terrible. But, but on the side of that, uh, he did it where everybody could see, and that's why it became so fucking big. He did the, he did it in the proper way in order to get the exposure he wanted for his message. Um, the backlash that came into it though, and. Just the controversy matching it, man. Holy shit! Like that was a yeah. debacle too. Um, it was at the uh, it was the right way, but it was the wrong place in the wrong time, though, in my opinion. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I just you could have done it at a press conference, Twitter or something. Twitter uh, press conference, whatever you know, not during the middle or the beginning of a fucking game, you know. Exactly. It's, you know that entire game, nobody cared about the game. They fucking just want, they were trying to figure out why the fuck he was kneeling during the national anthem. Yep. You know, yep. so they completely took the attention away from the game, which is what definitely the NFL and people don't want. But um, uh, I do understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, could have done it way better than what he did. But he did it in the way that everyone noticed. So I guess it, kudos to him if it worked. <laughs> but uh, no, I and and to go back to the, the subject at hand. Um. I love that Epic Games was like, fuck no, we will fucking make sure we don't give a fuck. You can say whatever you want. Freedom of speech. Bam. Huge flex towards these companies that have China diversely through their company. Like Blizzard has 5% and Riot Games is completely owned by the Chinese now. It's kind of crazy. And um, it, it makes things a little more difficult and quite a bit different than the Kaepernick thing because it isn't just solely internally American affairs. It's including China because China has play now that they have the percentages of these companies, right? That's a that's a big thing, you know. They they essentially own a, the biggest game in uh, the biggest PC game at, for sure in, in all of the world, and it's hosted in America, and obviously not just America, but different companies too but i love that epic games did it and it's it's kind of sad that it has to be said aloud like that you know like freedom of speech just seems just so fucking subjective today and it just goes to show you just how balls deep china is into everything in the us of a like they have so much fucking influence it's almost scary like yeah. I, I just it's true I'm, I, it's I feel true. really i'm kind of worried for the future you know We've all known discreetly that China has a big play in a lot of America's shit. Like, a lot. Like, manufacturing, manufacturing industrial, all that shit. Like, China has the biggest cock in the world right now for financial matters. Like, they just do. And it's sad, but it's not going to get any better. We could try to reindustrialize, but I don't think we're, I think we're too fucking deep in China's asshole to uh, be able to pull ourselves out, unfortunately. Yeah, no, we're almost at the spleen right now. Yeah, we're we're quite lodged up there, in there. There's just, uh, but anyways, Blizzard is just man. They're they're fucking just dealing with some hard PR right now. And to top the fucking cake off, BlizzCon is literally just a couple weeks away. I'm Ooh. sure they are fucking sweating right now because this this PR that is surrounding the, the internet is not gonna be good for them. 
I wonder how that's going to affect their attendance. It, it, it'll probably improve their attendance because people are going to show up protesting. They're going to show up with the Hong oh, Kong true. protests on their shirts and shit. And it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. They actually just uh, canceled. Actually, they just canceled. Remember we were talking about in a couple episodes ago about the launch um, of uh, Overwatch on Switch, which is Blizzard's game, Overwatch. Um there was a launch event in New York City coming up on the 16th or something like that. And tomorrow, I think, or something, 17th. But um, they had to cancel it. And it's probably smart because they canceled it because all these people are going to end up showing up with these fucking protesting shirts on. And it's going to be a huge fucking situation. So they're like, yeah. obviously, they're like, hands off. They're like, we got to let this cool down before we do that. Um, And well, like, do I think that they're going to go as far as, you know, canceling? BlizzCon, I doubt it, but there's yeah, going to be so. a lot of people there. If I'd be surprised if there wasn't a lot of people there um, voicing their voicing their opinions about the Hong Kong protests and Blizzard's actions taken to this poor guy who was just, you know, voicing his opinion on the Hong Kong and supporting it. Like, everyone is disgusted, and frankly, I don't blame them. It's, it's fucking nonsense, and it was dealt with poorly. Uh, nobody should have to deal with such hard, harsh punishment for wanting to be free from oppression. That's fucking retarded. Uh, I'm sure I speak for all the boys here in the GMNG cast, uh, Dakota, Tony, and probably Paul too, when I say that we, we really don't agree with what happened to Blitzchung, and I'm severely disappointed in Blizzard's choice in the way they handled it, really. Agreed. 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 I agree with you, man. Somebody hand this guy a Nobel Peace Prize over here. Come on. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Hopefully, Alex, a shout out to you, brother. Hopefully, he, he enjoyed that. It wasn't a super bad rant. I wasn't really worried about it. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm disgusted. I I actually uninstalled Overwatch because I'm, I'm kind of pissed off. Like, Wow, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I support this because China's been a, a communist country for a long time, right? And they've been very questionable with their methods of punishment and the way they govern and I just to be able to have an American company like that's supposed to stand for the freedom of speech democracy and you know liberty for all uh, to be fucking to silence a, a person for just saying something in support of these oppressive fucks that are taking over their country I I just I have no nothing but disgust, man. I've, I, I'm done. Like I, 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 I probably won't play Overwatch for a long time. I just, I'm just really upset with them. I, I know that it probably doesn't matter to them. They probably make somewhat decent money from it, anyways. But right, if people could actually grasp and wrap their mind around the severity of this, the fact is, like Blizzard sold the fuck out. They sold out to China, and this proves it, 160 percent. Mm-hmm. You know, they, one person, one person, one person from China who just voiced their, their, their support for it was fucking silenced just like that. Fucking snap of a finger. Didn't even hesitate two or three days after he was banned. Like, to think that an American company that's supposed to stand for the, the, the ideals of American society was able to do that without a second thought is just... Isn't that fucked up, dude? And then wave it off to oh competition rules, you know, like no. I mean, China probably has one hand in Blizzard's pockets, so 
I mean, I'm just... Yeah. Well, it's just not just that Blizzard, but obviously Riot, by... too. Riot's yeah, fully exactly. owned by them. And other games, like yeah. Call of Duty Mobile, or Call of Duty Activision, uh, it's obviously yep. Blizzard, too. But uh, it says it right at the beginning, as soon as you load up the game, Tencent. Yeah, Tencent just shines across the screen, the screen while you're, right before you play. You know, they're just going to keep dipping their fucking hands in everything. And hopefully, um, hopefully Epic Games is, excuse me, doesn't sell out. I'm really hoping they don't. I doubt it. They will. Yeah, I don't think so. I no, mean, I if, if they took a stance like that, I'm I'm not so worried. Yeah, I love it because I like one of my favorite uh, companies is Bungie, right? And I bet they're just sitting there in the back, like holy shit! Like I bet all gaming companies that are American based, with nobody else dipping into them, um, uh, they're probably just looking at this shit, be like, damn, Blizzard fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would yeah. like to be Bungie right now. Out of all of the I know. game developers. They are honest. in the primal fucking spot right now. Like, they have Destiny 2 free-to-play. They got tons of people playing it. So many good reviews. Just They are the fucking winning company right now. I love it. No, Bun- Bungie... It, let me equate them to, like, when you're a teenager and you get your first car and you finally moved out of the house, right? You have um, all the tools you need and you can do whatever you want, yes. right? That's yeah. exactly the situation bungees in yes yep they that are. seems very yeah yeah they're they're in a, they're in a fucking great spot man bungee probably is loving their life right now because they're you know they're ignoring all the bullshit they're ignoring it they're just doing what they love and that's making a good game and making their players happy that's what that's all we fucking want that's all we want i'm looking at my camera right now because i have it recording me i that's all we want just make good games and don't do stupid shit. <laughs> don't bring in the politics. Don't bring, don't bring in, in politics. In gaming. You know, I, I mean, okay. The, the, okay. Blitz Chung did bring it up. Like, it's not his fault. I mean, it is, it's partially his fault. He did bring it up, but Blizzard just way overreacted. And, uh, you know, to suspend suspend the guy for a year and pull away his prize money that he won by playing their game, you know, it's just it's it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, Blitzchung did go out of his way to do that, but they just reacted poorly. They reacted so. Do you poorly. think this would ever be on SNL, like on a skit? You know, there's China, Blizzard, um, Riot. You know, I don't stuff. know. Um, uh, not right now, but I could see the gaming future. Something like that, especially if Chinese starts dipping their hands and their balls into more stuff. Um, I mean, Blizzard's one of the biggest companies on the planet, you know, Activision yeah. too. So, I mean, they're already dipping their hands into pretty big stuff. But that, if SNL does do it, I would, I would be, I would be pretty happy. I'd be happy to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, there would be a good episode to watch. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Yeah. But so yeah, that is my spiel on the Blizzard thing, and more updates will come because I'm sure it's not over, and I'm definitely sure we're gonna have some coverage for the BlizzCon thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because like be like either last episode or the episode before, I was just saying how Blizzard's like doing it right, right? I was like, damn, Blizzard's not doing it too bad, and now they fucking do this shit, and I'm like, hold up. Okay, come on, man. I just fucking gave you guys the benefit of the doubt, and you're going ahead and go ahead and, and fuck yourself like this. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, you dude. You know, you should have sold them your book before this all happened. They would have unfucked themselves. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I wish. 
It'll probably get my book will probably get backlash too. I mean, everything gets backlash these days. Everything does though. Everything, so. everything gets whatever. backlash. Whatever. I can I can give kisses and cuddle a puppy and people are like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like yeah, that's puppyist or something. Yeah, yeah like you're. Did you ask that puppy for permission before you did that? Like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, bitch. What? <laughs> like I just, I, I literally saw. And this is kind of way off topic, but I don't give a fuck. So this is way off topic, but like. I saw uh, an Fuck. interview of a lady, go. of a lady who said we need to start asking our infants permission to change their diapers. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's like, uh, and, well. and she and the the guy who was interviewing was was like, okay, so how would you tell if that baby, since assuming as an infant they can't communicate, how how would you tell if that baby was giving you consent or not? And she was like, well, they make noises and stuff, and they, they you, you just know. And I'm just sitting there watching this lady, and I'm like, holy shit, what has happened to us? What has happened to us? Now, I don't know if the interview was, like, real, or if it was fake news, or whatever the fuck, but it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if it was real at it all. It would not. I, I do that. I, as a father, as a full-time father, I think about that. I'm like, if my kid pooped himself and when jace pooped and himself he's screaming right when my there. kid pooped himself he fucking pooped himself like motherfucker grown adult pooped himself as an infant and i mean would you want to sit in a six inch turd for hours on end or would you be like somebody fucking change me like like babies cry and that's when they're frustrated they're in pain they're hungry or there's something wrong with their body Jace would cry when he yeah. pooped. I can't smell, so I wouldn't know if he pooped. But if he did cry, and I had intervals, I would. He had intervals, and I would check him. Um, fuck! I just said his name on live. I shouldn't do that. Um, I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no. He, when he would do that, uh, I would know immediately if he was ready uh, for a diaper change. Like I, it just you know, if he goes potty. Well, no, I, I... I helped you with that sometimes because I could smell it. Like, I'd oh be yeah, in the kitchen. I remember that. You'd yeah. be in the living room, and be like, um, "You want to check your son? <laughs> you know, when you get a chance." I'm like, "Oh shit, thanks, bud." <laughs> yeah, because I can't smell, and that proved it because I would never know. And because like, dude, it smells like shit in here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's just like it's the the state of the world right now uh, with the especially with the internet. Everybody has a fucking hammer now, and they they fucking wield it. And the justice of the internet system, you know, I would get backlash. I'm going to get backlash for my book, probably because it says a cuss words in it. I don't know. I don't know. It could be fucking anything. Maybe I didn't fucking write it the right way. Either way, I'm going to get it. Everybody gets it. It's just the way it is. But you remember that girl that was like, "Did you just assume my gender?" Yes. Right. Yep. That that kind of set this whole thing off. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. That's in a completely different topic. We probably shouldn't cover that right? because yeah, yeah, that's just asking for us yeah, to have bad PR. Want to any of that. <laughs> we all yeah, want. Yeah. I mean, maybe We're we do that want that because I'm a very conflicted person. Shut the fuck up and get back to game. <laughs> but I'm done. Like that's all <laughs> I, I got. And See, Tony keeps us in line. It was more. It was more than gaming for me. It was about the freedom of speech, and that's a, that's really what the main point of that was. Um, it just it just so happened to be a gaming com- gaming company, which is sad, but it it was, and they fucked up. They did it wrong. Yeah. But but yeah. That's well, the other publishers should learn from that. That's the main. Takeaway. Fuck yeah, they should. They should fucking all learn from that. You know, you 
And it's funny because they tried so hard to just sweep it out of, the, out of the way, right? By giving his money back and reducing his suspension, his banning. And it, it just didn't work. <laughs> People are still yeah. attacking him. And they're going to be a Cuban attack until fucking BlizzCon when they can physically go to their, where everyone at BlizzCon works and go there and be like, hey, Oof. what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> Why are we banning him? You know, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And I can't wait. I wish I had bought tickets so I can go. Yeah, no, they're probably sold out now. Yeah, probably. But, but yeah, that's what I got. Uh, we're gonna let Tony take it away Fuck. with his Idaho fluff grub segment. Yeah, fluff it up, boy. Yeah, buddy. I am a beast for the yeast. <laughs> oh, good one. And not the nasty um, vaginal pain. <laughs> See, now you just put that visual in my. Well, I mean, I yeast know, is I yeast. Know. It kind of looks like that when it's going in anyways. It's kind of disgusting. Oh. Yeah. Well, there is no... Visualizations. Now this I'm hungry. Is... Um... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, now that we got that out of the way... There is no food in this world that is as comforting to me as fresh homemade bread. Even the scent of it rising and baking mm. in the oven makes everything in the world seems right. You know that? Just... All right, so this is what you're going to need inside of this beautiful Idaho fluff. Potato bread. Prep time for this bad boy is 40 minutes. Difficulty for this bad boy is easy. Cook time is 35 minutes. And the serving is about 16 servings. So you're going to be making a lot of... That's a lot of potato bread. That's a lot of fucking bread. Hey, where's PETA? Look at all this. Look at all this bread. If anybody got that, I'm pretty sure you guys got that. Anywho, Peter, <laughs> dude, you know when he gets that reference? Dakota, you don't know that reference? He does. I was laughing to be kind, but oh. I don't get it. Oh no! Oh, I no. have to be that guy. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, we're gonna tell you what that uh, meme is now. Wayne's gonna explain it. Wait, the meme? Oh, uh, so Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> uh, my bad. I, I wasn't aware I was gonna be put on the spot like that. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> Hey, host of the show. <laughs> How about that? Okay, so we all know the movie To Kill a Mockingbird. No, not To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. You dumb motherfucker. What is it called? Fuck. What is it called? Hunger Help me. Games. Hunger Games. Games. Fuck me. Oh my the Mockingbird God. is I a mean, signal. No fucking... I mean, that's close. <laughs> Shit. My bad. <laughs> okay. So, it's a parody, done. right? No, you're done. You're fucking no. done. No, hold on. Hold on, I'm not <laughs> done. <laughs> to, heal, to kill a hummingbird. <laughs> okay. Kill <laughs> hunger game. <laughs> hold on. Okay. He's gonna kill so Mexican I... laughing guy. Okay, so it's... Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. It's, it's, a, it's a parody, right? And uh, it's a parody <laughs> of the song. Uh, what song was it, Tony? Um... It's not a, this isn't about a song. It's sexy bro. and I know it. It's a it's a meme, Tony. Oh, but they LMFAO. made a, they, yeah, LMFAO made a song called "It's Sexy and I Know It." Right? I'm yeah. sexy and I know it. Okay, so th- th- they made a parody of this for Peta, right? Can't say I do. Fuck, man, it's so good. <laughs> I, know. I know. Shit, call me an uncultured swine. We have. It's all right. Oh, okay, I gotta find it at some point. So. All right, just hang Continue. on. Just look, let do. me go back. So there's actually another meme with uh, somebody taking a picture of like uh, a box of bread, and it says underneath, "Look at all this bread," and it shows Peta running really, really fast in the photo as a gif, 
He's like, I'm on my way. <laughs> you don't, okay, he doesn't get it. Um, Peter and his family owned a bread shop, like a bakery. And all they did was make bread. And mm. he loved bread, and they loved bread. So when he sees bread, he runs to it. Oh, okay. He, we'll definitely have to show you what it is and stuff. Yeah, I'm I'll gonna get, get caught up. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I thought I thought you would have known. I'm sorry. No. Surprised so, you don't know about that, man. Yeah. No, I mean, because like I haven't even seen Hunger Games either. Okay, okay the whole song goes. Do not ever. Go ahead. Do not. Okay, sorry. Uh, this goes to a lot of things that I look back on. If you are going to uh, watch a movie, make sure you read the books first, please. You okay, think? That's fair. Okay. That's fair. It's like Harry yeah. Potter. I love, I never yes. read the Harry Potter books. But they were all pretty I close, did. mostly. But the song goes, When I walk out the shop, this is what I see. Katniss Everdeen is looking at me. I got a loaf in my hands, and I ain't afraid to throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. I'm Peter, and I know it. Nice. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm going to have to Fucking check that out. I love it. Yes. Best thing ever. All right, so ingredients. Two recipe potatoes, six and a half cups unbleached all-purpose flour, three tablespoons of sugar, two and a half teaspoons instant yeast, two teaspoons fine sea salt, one and a quarter cup to one and a half cup of potato water. So you want to keep that water when you uh, boil the potatoes um, to soften them and stuff because you're basically going to mash these potatoes. Uh, half a cup milk at room temperature. So when you are making this, make sure you take out the milk, pour it out into a, you know, mixing, uh, sorry, not mixing, measuring cup and let it sit at room temperature. Uh, four tablespoons of unsalted butter. So you have to wait for it to go room temperature? Y- yes. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, instructions. Here we go. You want to <laughs> peel and cube the potatoes. Place in the saucepan, cover with water, and bring to a boil. Like I said, that's what you're doing. Reduce heat and cook on a low boil for about 10 minutes until the potatoes are easily pierced with a paring knife. This is some hardcore, like, way of saying it. All I have to say is make sure it's fucking soft with a butter knife. <laughs> I'm always soft with a butter knife. I mean, huh? Uh, <laughs> Who isn't? I mean, what? I'm just always soft. Oh, my <laughs> so gosh. <laughs> Sorry, son. Uh, drain potatoes, reserving the water. Mash potatoes well. Let potatoes and potato water cool for about... Uh, 30 minutes. Potato water should be lukewarm before using, so you got to let that be semi-warm. In a large bowl, stir flour, sugar, yeast, and salt. Add the lesser amount of potato water, milk, butter, and one cup mashed potatoes. You'll have extra, trust me. Oh, Once you have the extra, mm-hmm. yeah, so if you have the extra mashed potatoes, you know, cook it with, you know, some butter or whatever you God, make. I want potatoes so bad right now. Uh, mix using good thing we're from hmm. Idaho. Right. Uh, mix using the paddle attachment until through thoroughly combined. So if you've got a mixer, make sure you have the paddle attachment. If not, True. just fucking you know, try to mix it. The mixture should be tacky and sticky. If too dry, mix in the remaining uh, quarter cup of potato water. Switch to a dough hook and knead on medium 
speed. We needed uh, we needed it with our hands instead of putting it in the mixer. So just need it for about eight minutes. Uh, pausing a few times to scrape the sides and bottom of the bowl or whatever on the chopping block, whatever you're using, as well as the dough hook. Uh, the dough should be smooth but soft and still a bit tacky feeling. Um, make sure you remove sorry, uh, remove to an oiled bowl, cover with an oiled piece of plastic wrap, let rise until doubled in bulk. So about one hour to 90 minutes is how long you want to let it to sit to rise uh, as soon as you're done with kneading. I have a profound question. What's up? I have, my question is, it's profound. It's very profound. In fact, I want you guys to prepare yourself. My question is, what do potatoes smell like? Oh, that wasn't as profound as I thought it would be. I was like, <laughs> I was doing that cross thing that, Luth- what is it, Lutherans or whatever do? Anyway, um, <laughs> so, potatoes. So it's like, uh, it's very earthy. I know they're smell, delicious. I, I just don't know what they smell like. They are. And so I, I don't want to say they smell like they taste, but they do. Like they're very close in comparison, if it makes sense. Yes. Um, yes. Well, I don't know how you compare it, but it's like uh, they're very bland and tasteful at the same time, uh, or uh, like smell-wise. Um, so, like, it's distinct, but it's not like powerful. Well, that's fair, right. but I also think at the same time, um, earth doesn't sound good. Like, it doesn't sound like a potato would taste. Have Wayne? Have you ever tried eating a beet before? Yeah, I have. It was a long time ago. Okay, uh, okay. So, uh, what about a radish? Yeah, I definitely know what okay. a radish tastes like. Okay, radishes. so that is think it kind of like a Brussels radish? Sprout? No, fuck. What? No. <laughs> no. Where the fuck did you get Brussels? Sprout? I'm not a fucking no. farmer. Okay, I just know potatoes yeah. taste good. I just listen don't here, like... you twat waffle. This okay. is how it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that was a video game, I think, but it, I think so too. But going back to what Dakota said, it has that earthy taste. It literally, you make it like it smells what it tastes like. It tastes what it smells like. That's but so does lettuce taste like earth too? Yes. Or smell like earth? It's no. More, it's just juicy, obviously. It's no, I know the taste. Crispy. Does lettuce smell like earth? Smell. Crispy. The aroma. Crispy no, is not no. an aroma. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, what would lettuce smell like? I would say it would smell uh, like a, a fresh, sm- sort of like a flower, sort of. Um, what the fuck would you get flower from? <laughs> well, because it would be an edible version of a flower. Okay, and there so are some flowers that you can't eat. Help me out here with this one then. So if lettuce doesn't smell earthy, then a broccoli doesn't smell earthy. Is that a question or a statement? I, fuck, sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't answer questions. It's kind of a rhetorical question. <laughs> well, so potatoes, yeah, no, kind of earthy. Yeah, a broccoli is that a that grows in the ground, isn't it? No, is it a, no. Is it a no, hanging? Broccoli wouldn't. Is it a yeah, hanging I growth? Now. I don't think it's a hanging growth. Maybe it uh, is. Fuck, I don't know. Wow, we're getting good. Like, I told you it's profound. <laughs> I fucking told you it's profound. <laughs> Shaking their heads at us. <laughs> well. This can't. This cat can't even fucking smell. We've got a problem. Yeah, I need a cat, an actual cat that can't smell, so I can have a companion. <laughs> <laughs> or no, get a dog. He would. That'd be perfect. A dog that can't smell. Oof. 
That's oof. That's a, a that's bloodhound a, that can't smell. A bloodhound, yeah, oh, a healer, you know, a hunting get dog f- that can't smell. Get f- <laughs> Yeah. Okay, you can times. continue. Go ahead. <laughs> Just curious. Fucking a, guys. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Three hours later. Yeah. That was very profound. Okay, so after it's about one hour to ninety minutes. You want to, this is my favorite part of the whole making the bread thing. You got to punch the living shit out of the dough. <laughs> it says punch the, the living punch, shit, you say. Yeah, punching, punch down the dough, which is the living shit out of it. Divide in half. And but what if it punches right. back? You got to cry. <laughs> you got to cry. Just, just hit this piece. I just pictured Tony hitting this piece of dough once and it fucking smacks him back. Because what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the snack that punches back. <laughs> you ever seen that ASDF movie where he's fucking beating the shell of the salad? Why are you punching my salad? And then he yells, I don't know! <laughs> Stop it, what are you doing? I am punching my salad! Oh! I fucking love that. Oh, oh man. Uh, the food that Divide fights back. Half, oh, you fuck. Place on a lightly floured surface. Knead each piece a few times. Form into a log that you would take a dump as. And place uh, in two greased 8x4 or 9x5 loaf pans. Loaf pans, huh? Loaf. Uh, I'm assuming those are the long, deep ones, right? Yeah, the ones that you put your latrine fat Covered in jizz and disappointment. Fuck. Wait, are we talking about gravy now? No, just my soul. Okay. It's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Throwing a... Wow. Oh, okay. We're talking about the size of my penis now. I get it. It's fine. I'm not upset. You're upset. They ask you how you are. You just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. Shut up. Okay. (laughs) I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) Cover the pans lightly with oiled plastic wrap. Let rise until the dough has crowned one inch over the tops of the pans. So that's 30 minutes to an hour. So you got to let it sit again. Meanwhile, preheat the oven to 350 Fahrenheit, not Celsius, because that's fuck. Who the fuck does that besides everyone else in the world? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah screw the metric system. <laughs> we did some basically what Americans said. They're like, that thing? Oh, send it. Fuck that. No. <laughs> Literally. Uh, bake bread for about 35 minutes or until top is golden and internal temperature reaches 190 Fahrenheit. <laughs> Let cool in the pan. Sorry, I was coughing. Let cool in the pans. Oh, shit. Uh, let. Fuck. <laughs> let, let it cool in the pans for about five minutes. Then remove from the pans to cool on a wire rack. Slice with a serrated knife. Bread may be wrapped well and frozen. And there you have it. Idaho fluff. I have to say, after hearing that, I really need some Idaho fluff. I'm telling you. I'm going to be teaching Dewey. Do you know Dewey? Do you know Dewey? my brothers. What do we uh? What do we say we're gonna add to the title? Do you remember? What, what? I lost for oh, the after... cross. Lost for the cross. Golly, I lost for the cross. So, uh, question: Would Napoleon Dynamite dig this? That's my question. 
God, yeah, he would actually. Well, no, he likes bass. I caught you a delicious bass. That's your delicious bass. <laughs> Why do you drink 1%? Is it because you think you're fat? <laughs> I caught you a delicious bass. <laughs> I went crunk. I, lost... I didn't mean to do that. I lost for the crust. Imagine, Come on. bro, Come imagine on. if motherfucking Napoleon Dynamite was voiced by Kronk. Come on. Ooh. That dough makes me go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dina, eat the food. You're dumb. Hey, eat the food. Dina. Eat the flippin' food. You think you're fat? You're not fat. <laughs> I got you a delicious bass. <laughs> hey, hey, Peter. Make me a case of dough. It's not like you're throwing up for a second. <laughs> I'm fucking dying over here, man. Hey, yeah, we're taking off of this with Jones. <laughs> oh, for those who don't know, that is Joe Swanson as Napoleon Dynamite. Oh man! Oh, holy <laughs> shit! I'm, wow, that's so funny. Oh, we gotta we gotta throw in some attention and love though to the cast though. They made that movie. Um, you know, it, it does make fun of Idahoans a lot, and that actually bothered me for a long time. But now really? that I'm kind of awakened with my life and that it's just a joke. Uh, it's fucking the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Oh, it's I love one of the it. best movies ever. Yeah, it is so fucking good. I really, I really love oh, that movie. I fucking, fucking love it. I but I didn't say. even really appreciate it until like five or six times uh, in, honestly, because then I'm like, at first, this is stupid. And then I get into it, and I'm like, that humor, like, it's so off-brand, and I love it. It, it. it really is quite dry. Like, it, it's just it's just very, very dry humor. It's funny as fuck. Yeah. 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 Whatever I feel yeah. like, I want to do, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought this time machine that uses crystals. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty much my favorite animal. It's like a lion in a tiger mix. Bred for its you skills fucking and magic. Guys. <laughs> call it a liger. Oh, I call it a liger. I'm going jump. Uh, I have to. It's just so much fun. Oh I, my yeah. god. Okay. Okay. I got that out of my system. We're good. Oh, my God. Napoleon, give me some of your tots. No, get your own. No, get your own. Come on, Napoleon, give me some of your tots. No. I had to get through these from the launch room. Oh, freaking idiot. Freaking idiot. Freaking idiot. Hey, Peter, you're a freaking idiot. Hey, Peter, you're a freaking idiot. Hey, Peter. Heck yes. Hey, Peter. Hey, you want to go to the dance with me? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, wait, he went to a dance? And then I remember that part of the movie. And then he went to a dance. You went to a dance. I'll you're drinking 1%. Does that mean you think you're a friend? Because you're not. You could be drinking whole if you wanted to. <laughs> oh, Peter! <laughs> I lost the burp! <laughs> Oh, I'm shit. done. I'm done. 
bet I can throw this football over the mountains. <laughs> okay. Better. Okay. <laughs> Dude, are you a fat lord? Come get some. Do the chickens have large talons? I like your sleeves. They're all puffy. I'm done. I can't. This one tasted like it got into an onion patch. This one tasted like it got into an onion patch. I can't. My voice is dying. Okay. I'm sure they fucking hate us now, everybody. There goes our remaining three listeners. Yeah, oh, I'm sweating. I'm just laughing so hard. I'm sweating again. Oh my god. I'm starting to itch. I'm getting lightheaded. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh. Holy crap. Okay. That was a good, like, oh, shit. Oh, okay, so that is Idaho fluff. The Idaho potato-based <laughs> bread. Very good, Tony. Well done, yeah, sir. Man. Well you. done. Those are awesome. <laughs> round of applause. A round of applause to everybody. Round of applause. But, uh, Round okay. Plus. Well, Make shit, guys. Um, that went pretty good. Um, I can't, I can't speak now. My voice is dying. But uh, why don't we say our goodbyes? Okay. Let them, let these okay. poor people go for now. <laughs> Dickity dackity duckada. Dackity mackada dack. Go ahead, dackity. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening uh, and uh, putting up with our shenanigans, basically. So that's all that matters. And uh, keep on gaming. Keep on gaming. Words of wisdom from Dakota. Uh, okay, Antonene. All right, guys. You've been awesome. Appreciate listening to us. Uh, I know we are off topic half the time, but that's okay. We always get back onto it. And uh, slap some Idaho fluff with some honey and butter because apparently it's good. I haven't tried it yet, but it's good. <laughs> the worst day of my life. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, well, are you? Oh, sorry, my bad, bro. <laughs> no, excuse. I wasn't even done. I'm oh, sorry. Oh fuck. Okay, thanks, guys. Much obliged. Uh, keep listening. If you got any questions or concerns, let us know. Um, uh, fucking tonania out. All right, super. Well, that was episode eight, and as always, we hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope that you stay tuned for our next episode. GMNG podcast. Logging out. <laughs> Just want to take a second to thank you guys so much for listening to the Gamers Mud and Grub show. If you feel like you got more show than you bargained for, please feel free to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and or find us on Facebook. We hope you guys have a fantastic day, and stay tuned for next week's episode. See ya!